Welcome to the Grad School Femtoring Podcast, the place for first-gen students of color to prepare for grad school. This is Dr. Yvette Martinez Fu, and I will be serving as your femtor, providing you with tips and tricks and everything else you need to know to get into and successfully navigate grad school. For over 10 years, I've been helping first-gen students of color get into top grad programs in their field, and I'm really excited to support you on your academic journey too. Welcome everyone to the Grad School Femme Train Podcast. I am really excited today because I have a guest who I'm, I'm, I feel like it's a long time coming for this episode and, and that's why I can't wait to have this conversation with her. We're going to have a conversation all about doctorahood and all of its brown mujer magia. So if that brings anything to mind for you, you already know who this person is. Our guest today is Dr. Lorena Marquez. She is the creatress of Dinner con Doctoras. If you've participated, great. If you haven't, you've got to check it out because there are more of them coming up. Um, she's also the director of Cal State LA's Cross-Cultural Centers and previously worked on the campus of Cal Poly Pomona for over 16 years in multiple roles, including the Office of Student Success in the Division of Academic Affairs, where she developed a transfer sending culture with community college partners and a transfer receptive culture. So Doctora Marquez is also a first-gen Chicana feminist scholar practitioner. She uses frameworks of critical race theory and lat crit theory to center her work on intersectionality, access, student success, and equity. Doctora Marquez uses an asset-based lens to create inclusivity for Latinx parents and students throughout the K through 20 educational pipeline. Welcome to the podcast, Doctora, <laughs> Doctora Lorena, Doctora Marquez. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, I was saying that I sound so cool when you read that. You are. Like, oh. <laughs> uh, That's why I got yeah. a little nervous there doing the intro. I'm like, this, this is a cool person right here. <laughs> it, it's also a cool reminder. You know, I think sometimes we forget like all that we've done because just we're busy doing what we're doing that, you know, the impact can be just so small, uh, a small, a smile, a small encounter. Um, but then also just like putting yourself out there also helps to create like shift and changing that's super important. And so when I think about hearing that, it makes me think about like, yeah, I've done a lot. I'm, I'm a chingona in my own right in terms of just like even the dinner con doctoras and just really getting back on the band of whatever they bandwagon no I don't know but you know like, <laughs> yeah, getting yeah. back to it I think like um you know I'm, I will I will say from that bio uh, a very very more the most important identity is I just became a first-time mom too so yes. I just saw something yes. uh, around uh calling it uh, a mommy posa like uh so I call myself a, a mommy posa a mommy a entrepreneur um but I think that that role is still so ever-changing for me that it's yes. interesting to see that you know it impacts just how I show up in all that I've done um but then also why I do what I do it just has a different purpose now so there's so many me. intersections to that yeah. the role of mother and the care work that you do and the service work and yeah there's that tie-in so mami posa that's that's perfect <laughs> I, I think it's trademarked by uh latinx parenting or something or latinx uh, uh therapy uh, yeah, yeah. or latinx parenting 
Right there. Uh, or is Priscilla, it Priscilla from I think Latinx therapy or parenting? <laughs> you know, I, I can always look it up and, and put it in the in the show notes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but yes, mommy posa, I you know, mompreneur, mother scholar, you name it. You know, we're mummies. Yes. Um so for the folks who maybe do not know about you and your background, I would love to hear a little bit more about your back, your backstory. So if you can t- tell us a little bit about who you are, your personal and professional trajectory, and basically how you got to the place where you are today. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a lot. Um, I think, you know, the first thing that comes to mind when I think about where I'm at is uh, my parents. Uh, my parents are, you know, immigrants from Mexico, um, state of Jalisco, for anyone from Jalisco, throw them up. Uh, what part but, of Jalisco? Uh, Uh, a little rancho in South Los Marques so um, a little bit uh, close to Colotlan um, Zacatecas so near there Um, but I I feel like even as I hear my research it's around just like you know who I became is because of them but also who I'm becoming is is all the education that I, I, I sought, you know, and I think as a little girl, you know, I always remember being very uh, quiet, very shy. And I would tell people that even now I tell people as I do presentations for over like, you know, 600 students for orientation or talk to vice presidents and presidents like and advocate, I still am very innately shy, but I say that because it's a gift, you know, I think it was part of like my gift in the sense of being in tune with people, and not just being in tune with people, but being in tune with people's like hearts, and their desires, and their purposes, and I think with, with that, you know, being able to experience that as a child, just watching people, and really paying attention to them, um, I feel like that, that then developed into my ability to just you know, want to stay connected to people and to places. Um, I was an avid reader as a child. Like, I, I don't know if anyone remembers that Pizza Hut. Um, you know, if you if you would read a certain amount of books, you get like a button and stickers and then you get a free little small pan pizza for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was all about that, you know, but, but, also, yeah. but in reading, I was able to like discover new worlds and places and and then, you know, through uh, undergrad, uh, was able to get into leadership positions on campus and my first uh, conference as a student student conference uh, as an undergrad was in Utah was at Utah and you know like and I remember thinking like oh like what do I know about Utah and just just exploring like the places that different people you know occupied and who they really were based off of what I read or what I saw Um, but also knowing that like there's more to it right there's more to each individual and so I think that's what just like you know, pushed my uh, creative, academic, nerd power into like full existence, um, being able to just understand that there's more to everyone than what we see. Um, and then just always, always, always just being creative and asking lots of questions. Um, I think that that has helped me see like there's gaps, you know, and then when I started my doctoral program, they talked about this gaps. I mean, the first time I learned about critical race theory, in terms of a term was in my doctoral program, but that's the way I thought all my life, right? In terms of just like the lens that I saw, I was uh, the brownest in my family. I have curly, uh, dry, frizzy hair. Um, I always mentioned Selena was a huge part of like 
being able to see myself um, and and not see my and, and know that I hadn't seen myself in beauty magazines and you know that shapes who you become right it shapes who you know to advocate for because you're almost advocating for yourself and so I think with doctorahood the beginnings of that was really about um, you know seeing that there was not a lot of us um, but then even those that existed at least my experience there wasn't like a holding a hand out to to help push the next people the next mujeres the next from mujeres forward um, my experience was unfortunate a lot of like I went through it you have to too and so I just didn't see that as um, that's just not who I was who I am um, and so I needed to create and and you know the creation also happened around the time when you know, 45 got into office. And I think many of us got into our creative uh, spirits and developed uh, a way to just be seen and to also counter what we were seeing in the national news. I was going to ask you a couple of follow-up. I was going to ask you, like, when did this get started? Was there some sort of uh, impetus or catalyst, like some shaping moment, uh, formative moment that led you to think, aha, like, I need to, like, provide yeah. support and and also what does doctorahood mean you know to you how do you define it you know how has yeah, it grown I, or, or developed over time I, I feel like um I've given I haven't given it my all um but I think that that is okay I, and I think when it started it was actually 52 weeks rising so mm. handle it at 52 weeks rising and it was because of the 2016 um elections and just like almost my messaging of every single week right 52 weeks in a year we will rise and it was for uh, women of color so it was like women of color messaging and highlighting um i think if you go all the way down that all, all that stuff still is there um but then it developed into just who I was and who I was around and finishing, right? So my, my doctoral program, because of, um, because of a family accident as well, it was just, my, my parents were in the hospital, my sister lost her husband, you know, we had a tragedy. And I think when tragedy happens, you also start realizing like, wow, like, what do you, what are you doing, you know, with mm -hmm. your life and what's your purpose? And so I, I feel like I was able to um, just take all the dark ironically I'm in the dark you know, for those that will be on YouTube um, and try to provide some light you know try to do the countering of that I think when we talk about the academic sense of counter counter narrative and storytelling right that's the counter to what has been created for us um, I too was like okay what what am I going to create in order to uh, uplift uplift mm -hmm. and to create some some good in the world because there is good and I think there was a time you know very very much reason why but where it was just all really negative and so I wanted to counter that and so naturally 52 weeks rising became doctorahood uh, because I finished um, I had to take a, some time away from my dissertation writing and complete completing that um, because of the fam my family tragedy, uh, but I finished and I and I knew that it was important to then like show that off, you know. And so right. the first the first thing was like me as a marketer through and through. I understood the importance of like vi visibility, and so I created doctora stickers and literally posted it on the um, Latinas completing doctoral degrees on the Facebook group. That's um, when I first heard about Doctora Hood and heard your name actually through yeah. that group. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, the the founder there, Sophia. Like, I mean, she's created a network of 
mujeres who definitely are just like pushing each other, pushing mm -hmm. each other. And I think I just was like, here's a sticker, like, you know, cost me like minimal to make so many stickers. I want more doctoras to show up. And so, and it was, doctora was very purposeful because it, it, I, I, I'm not a, you know, doctor felt so disconnected from like why I went to my, mm -hmm. to get my doctorate, right? It was for my mom and dad. It was for my community, my, my language, my culture. And so it, all that was very intentional in terms of the, continuing to develop um, visibility, right? So when I talk about Selena, like I felt seen. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do I, how do not just, I feel seen being this doctora who is, you know, the smallest percentage possible, but also I, because I'm privileged to have this education, I also know many doctoras, right? So I'm like, there's a lot of us, you know, there's a lot of us, but there isn't, right? But it's I, funny because so when you are in it, it feels like there's a lot of us, but on the outside, it's actually like, it's very few. Yeah. 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 So I just wanted to be able to really um, highlight that and give, I get, I like asked for, for people, whoever wanted a free sticker and it was just a postage stamp and, and then started to build, you know, ask for emails just because I, I know the importance of collecting emails in, in terms of marketing. And then just started slowly to build in that way. I mean, everything was done just sometimes on impulse, like, oh, I have this idea and take this picture of the sticker and post it on Instagram and see who, who likes it or post it on like the, the group, the Facebook group. And, and then I just started, you know, I, I think with my academic uh, um, brain, um, my logical, because I do feel like I, I go back and forth and being able to like accomplish goals and and make sure that um, I'm I'm thinking about the collective. I started kind of paying attention to the gap of what what women were saying when they when I asked why do you want the sticker and just so that I can so I can I'm one of the few in my program or I want to be able to like um, be reminded and so. So then that's when I was like, okay, let me make some, let me make a shirt. And I made a shirt and it just sat in my closet forever. And then I finally, you know, the launch point I feel like of Doctora Hood really was uh, when NASPA was, NASPA March 2018, I believe, when it was at, at uh, LA. And I said, you know what? I'm wearing this shirt. I'm, I did my presentation on my research, had a full house um, of, of folks that just resonated with, you know, uh, parental engagement and I feel like it, it's Chicanx Latinx uh, parental engagement but it's parallels right people of colors parental involvement um, and not all I mean I have to be understanding of that as well but it was a full house and my parents and parent and other parents it was a collaboration with other folks but were the ones that were actually speaking so I did a quick like run through of my research but then we heard from the parents and you know there was a lot of tears in the audience um and that was then and I was wearing my doctora shirt and that was when I said tweet it post it uh, wear it right and and I started to I started to sell the shirt um as a way of you know just making sure that um it would get out there and I think that weekend you know maybe got like five people who who uh who requested and, and bought a shirt but, you know, the first person that bought it, like she was out in the East Coast. And so it was already like, oh, wow, like there's this need, right? There's this want to be able to say, like, I'm I'm going to finish because she hadn't finished. But 
yeah, I, I guess it was just like, you know, knowing my own network, knowing my own um, interest in being able to like create representation and highlight, it was kind of where it started. And then, um, and then, you know, Dinner con Doctoras was something else that I, I feel like. That's what I was going to say. I was like, wait, 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 hold up, hold up. Like at what point did Dinner, um, dinner with Doctoras come, you know, to fruition? I think, I mean, I think um, it was that same year, April of 2018. Um, and I used to have birthday months and I say used to because now as a mother, it's like, <laughs> I wish I just at least celebrate my birthday on the day, but, um, and I'll get back to that. I know I will get back to that. It's just seasons, right? But mm -hmm. um, I do feel like it was just, again, like somewhat of like, you just have to try. You just have to do it. You just have to see who comes through. And so I just, Put it as part of one of my uh april birthday month events it's like oh. dinner con doctoras if anyone want to show up and five women came that day and we met up in highland park wow. that was the first dinner con doctoras and posted it on um the facebook again the facebook group and a lot of women just resonated with like when's the next one who's doing yeah. this what about someone in miami and so i just saw the need and then posted, made more. So I made more happen. And it was like this, uh, it was like a West Coast uh, tour almost mm -hmm. that I did like in um, different campuses and just across the, the state. And, um, and, and women were just like, I can just tell that there was a need to, to be in community with each other. Um, and then I created the toolkit. So because people were asking me, are you going to do one in Chicago? And I'm oh. like, if you send me to Chicago, yes. <laughs> um, but I also knew like, like nothing stays with me. It wasn't mm -hmm. like about me. And so it was really about just like empowering other women um, to just do it. And it's, it's simple, right? Just find a spot, mm -hmm. um, a local spot. I mean, I encourage a woman of color owned uh, spot, restaurant, and and put a flyer together and I even had like a flyer template that I would share uh, just to make it as easy as possible and before I knew it you know there was at least 20 to 30 dinner conductoras that popped up across the nation um, and I think that for me that was that was just me paying attention to the gap you know yeah. when we talk about the research it's just paying attention to the gap and when you ask me, like, what is doctorahood, you know, I, I don't know if I completely knew when I started what it was, but it really is about like that collective community care, um, that, that ability to say, like, uh, come on through, I, I have the door wide open for you. It reminds me of like, you know, a Tupac uh, video about when someone's hungry and they're asking for food and they just like first they ask and then they knock and then they tear down the door it's like I never want to be the person that's like a gatekeeper right mm -hmm. I want to be someone that's completely open and available and accessible with boundaries you know gotta learn mm -hmm. those boundaries still um to help others like reach their potential too and I think in doing the work that I did with undergrad students for so long and student support services um it just became the next step, the next level of like how to do it for, you know, grad students, um, yeah. mujeres that were in grad programs um, and, and to show visibility to those that have masters or were getting masters that this is the next step. Um, because the beautiful thing about higher ed um, is that, you know, we can get our, our bachelor's and our master's, but it, it doesn't have to end there. And, but I'm also very honest about like, making sure it's what 
fits for you, right? right. Not everyone needs to have their doctorate. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think that the dinner con doctoras, the creation of those just helped for many mujeres to come together. And, and dinner con doctoras really like was then what helped create the future doctora, uh, sticker and sure mm -hmm. and visibility. Because then it's about that aspirational capital, right? Like right. being able to tap into like, I too want to be a doctora if that was part of their path. And that actually came through um, a dinner con doctoras in Pomona when I had like former uh, students, student uh, social justice leaders that worked for me come and we're like, what about us? You know, what oh. about us that we're not like, you know, they're either younger and, but they had aspirations to maybe receive their PhD or EDD. And so, yeah, the future doctora was basically doctora and then just add future on top. <laughs> um, but the but future, the future text is connected to um, the future is female. That yeah. is, so it's, the font is connected to that. So, you know, there's always like connection to, I guess what I do, um, I, I, I'm very like strategic. Yeah. Um, and I think in my marketing, I've been able to just, you know, try to understand people, whatever, whatever that means in terms of people. Obviously the work I do as the director of the Cross-Cultural Center is the many different layers of who people, who we are, mm -hmm. um, but also then in this space, you know, I mean, it's, 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 not a, it's not a side hustle. It's really a passion passion of mine to be able to just, pour into people and to let them see their amazingness. And I think too often, especially as people of color and more precisely women of color, we, we aren't given those kind of affirmations growing up, even from our own community and families. And so I just wanted to be able to tap into that um, and do more of that. And so I feel like I, feel like I continue to uh, do a little bit in mm -hmm. my own way, my own pace, um, but then, uh, you know, being able to see mujeres like, um, I mean, I've sat on dissertation committees now because of it, right? And to see mujeres just thrive and, and do their thing. I mean, Latinas with masters, I, my first podcast ever, no, no, that was my second, was with, uh, from with Christina from Latinas yeah, with Masters. Yeah, Christina Rodriguez, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and um, you know, just, yeah, academic mujeres, uh, the partnership that her and I have, I mean, we'll, we'll text each other about life, you know? And I think that um, academic uh, mommy and just you know it's like I, I say these handle names but they're all mujeres people who have been doing yeah, work. yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that you know even you the work that you're doing is just so important that we we continue to create in our own way right. um, for what is needed you know and I think that like you said this was a long time coming but yeah. you, you know we've been we've been watching each other <laughs> we've been watching and supporting each other and to me that that's like what folks I don't model. know it's been so long yeah. <laughs> that's what I want to model you know I think doctorahood in its like collective yeah. care it is about like how do we show up and model um mm -hmm. how we should all be with each other in in terms of support and and not just in the higher ed realm uh, obviously, that's the area that we focus on. But I think, you know, it, it shows up in just how we care for ourselves, how mm -hmm. we care for our, our families. Um, and then just to also remind us, because some days it gets hard. And, yeah. and when I'm not able to post, I mean, there's some of, there's some mujeres out there that are like on it, Latina grad guide. I mean, shout out to her. And there's so many, <laughs> right? Like, and I think and there I are think, so like, many, I can barely keep up. I'm like trying to invite folks over and I'm like, well, there's so many folks doing really good work. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and to me, like that, I know that like 
you know, the, the, the OG, the veterana was Mari, right? And I feel like maybe there was two or three and then it just kind of, because, because, because she did something, then we were allowed to also let's give it a try in our own way. And I think that, you know, women, we've definitely just need to support, continue to support each other in that way. Yeah, it's, it's really incredible when I look back at just um, the last couple of years since I've become a mom, I became a mom eight years ago mm-hmm. um, and was part of a collective called Chicana Mother Work. And at that time, when we started doing work on mothers of color in academia, there wasn't a lot of literature and there weren't a lot of collectives and there wasn't this yeah. big like boom of folks um, sharing um, and claiming their identities and being proud and putting stuff up on social media. So it felt very isolating. And now I feel like everywhere I look, there's more and more folks showing up and I love it. I think it's, it's what we need because people relate to us in different ways, shapes and forms, and we can, you know, build community together. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I'm like, I've, it's, it's been a long time coming. I've been wanting to have you on because I feel like there's so much there's so many parallels with the work that you do and I also want you to share the message of brown mujer magia and and yeah you know that's that's another I think term. I just got I mean yeah. I got chills when you asked me that because I think of like even the evolution of that like it started with brown girl magia mm. and that was I think before my daughter <laughs> and then brown mujer magia to me so brown girl magia is about like what are we doing for our little ones, right? And celebrating their magia. But then also like not forgetting ourselves as mothers, mm. sometimes we forget ourselves. And so, you know, the importance of being able to like uplift ourselves in order for then the brown girl magia to, to also grow and to develop into, you know, these mujeres with, with their magia. And that magia is whatever it is that makes you, you. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I think I just wanted to be able to like, you know, pay pay my respects to, um, you know, black girl magic, black, black girl joy, black, like, I mean, I, I have read so much and have been informed by so many black women, that it's important to be able to say that, you know, what you need modeled also comes from others. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, uh, we forget to say, like, uh, acknowledgement of like what we read, you know, and who has informed our thought, our ideologies, our ability to like think critically, um, you know, and I think for me, when I think about brown mujer magia, you know, it's like women of color, right, mm-hmm. um, but I think it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't just uh, say Latinx, uh, Chicanic, Chicanx uh, identities, but really it's just a collective, a collective like scene who we are um, and also asking for yourself to show up no matter what. You know, I, I think that um, when I was in athletics, it was a lot of white men that were occupying the space. Um, and oftentimes I had um, opportunities where I would share this magical idea and um, it was ignored. And then it was shared like minutes later and it was a, the most amazing, you know, idea. Um, and so I know that that exists and mm-hmm. I don't want, I want us to focus on I know that that exists, so I, but I want us to focus on our, our magia, you know, and to continue to like practice it. Uh, when I was little, because of my curly, frizzy hair, it's, it's, it's funny, right? But like, I had some cousins that would call me and my sister like brujas because of our hairs, like all over the place. And, you know, I think about just the, like, why, 
why that was a part of my experience. I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm a, a spiritual person um, and being able to call yourself a bruja is to know your magic, you know, to know right. your magia and to understand it, where it needs to be and where it needs to be um, leading others. And so oftentimes, like, I don't know how I got here, like with doctorahood, with these hashtags that I create. Um, but I know that it's it's from from a higher purpose of what I need to be doing while I'm here. Um, and I, I'm really just excited to, to, you know, like you said, finally be here in order to just excite, get more excited about what's to come. Um, because there is a lot of ideas in this head of mine. Now what is uh, to come? <laughs> Don't tease us. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you, you, you referenced it, you know, dinner con doctoras, um, uh, some virtual ones that are happening February 17th and 18th um, and so just excited to just create community and to listen you know listen and hear also what is needed um, because that's how I've always navigated it's just like I create because I'm paying attention right mm -hmm. I'm paying attention to what is missing what's the what's the gap um, and so I want to be able to create community it's been hard for all of us because yeah. of the pandemic and many other other things that are occurring with mental wellness and and whatnot. Um, so I want to be able to just create space. Um, but you know, I've had this hope since I've created the Doctora shirt that I would have a space, like almost like a conference, where everyone would wear like a Doctora, a future Doctora shirt, and it'd be like 50 of us coming together, like a conference, wearing the shirt, and like how powerful that is, you know, how powerful that is to create an image like that, um, and then to like get it posted somewhere big and yeah, you know, I, I think that the, our minds are so powerful. And yeah. so that has always been there. And I don't, I don't know, I believe that it will happen. Um, but it's also in its own time. And I right. think that um, I have certain gifts. And then like I mentioned, other mujeres that we, we, we know, and we follow, they have other gifts. It's just like connecting. And it's not a competition. Mm -hmm. It's just like, let's connect and make this happen. And, and so we all have is, our own pace, like you said, our own pace, mm -hmm. our own timeline. And yeah, I love that. Yeah. And you know, I think that I think even in like, saying that and being in this role it's it's also modeling that because like, I think mm -hmm. this world of producing and and getting it done yesterday um I'm always saying to 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 the folks that I work with is just like let's let's really think it through you know mm -hmm. and 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 let's be smarter and not work harder because I think sometimes it's like the connection piece if that's not there then you're not going to leave an impression you're not going to yeah. make something that's going to withstand time to some degree right um and so just really just really excited about like you know sharing that out loud right now with you um <laughs> uh, so, so other folks can then just jump on and say like yeah let's make that happen because I need that too right the accountability piece and I am one person but when I think about doctorahood and why it's doctorahood you know you get hooded when you get your doctorate so and it's also about like being being a okay with whatever hood your hood looks like whatever mm -hmm. like bringing your hood with you um, your hood your barrio motherhood so many yes. hoods yeah yes yes <laughs> and 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 I think that that that's so much to say like right again I mean I think when I think when I put things together there's always like deeper meaning because that's just who I am um and I know that like if you do that kind of work where it's like being as vulnerable and open about why you're doing and and what your why is um it comes back to you you know mm -hmm. it's, it's never it really isn't about me so I, I think 
you know, my innate shyness of even just like jumping on a podcast or doing an IG live um, is, is hard, but it's because it's like, I'm not used to, it's not about me. It's about my, my reason for doing what I do is about like, yes, let's get it out there. Uh, you know, making a pen that says future doctora is, is to be able to like have someone look at it and ask, what's that about the mm-hmm. shirts? You know, when I get people tagging me on the shirts, the tote bags, whatever it is, it's just like my reminder, like there's that messaging is going across um, across the United States. And, you know, I think even overseas, one person. <laughs> I, I, I need a shirt so that I can take a picture okay. here in Portugal. <laughs> yeah, send me, send me your uh, shirt size and, uh, and address. And yeah, I think, I think, you know, it's just really like developing the network of like, and I think about now, like I thought about it before. I've always thought about little girls, right? Because I think mm-hmm. about myself as a little girl. But now that I have a little girl, you know, it's like, how do you, how do we, how do we insert ourselves to make sure that the experience, maybe the experiences that were not so, so uh, positive that we counter those so that then, you know, and my daughter, oh my goodness, she is something else. Like she's not immediately shy. <laughs> Same <laughs> with like mine. She, yeah how did she come out for me (laughs) I was also very shy very quiet as a little girl and she is yeah so expressive and vocal (laughs) yeah yeah and and she's not even two I mean so her dad is I think her her dad definitely knew that she was going to be ferocious uh he literally said that as like a newborn I'm like oh she's gonna be like this like but it, you know, she helps me, she helps me and her being her full self. She helps me. She reminds me to like, you know, be to completely show up and to, to continue to do the work that I've been doing. Um, and that also life is hard, you know, and that's okay. That life is hard. It's just, we're not meant to do it alone. And so being able to, uh, create, create and create community and create spaces and gear and whatever is to connect us. And just that reminder of like, Hey, you know, I have this future doctora shirt and I know there's other doctoras that are out there. Um, and just, yeah, I, th- I think for me, it's always been about making sure that it's about this collective support. And, um, I, and I know that like the, the little girls, there's more to come. I mean, I've always said I wanted to be a children's book author and the concept of like, you know, a future doctora book is there, but it's just making the time and all kinds of things but I, I, again I'm not like I feel like I could, I could be saying something similar because I've been telling myself with other comadres like we got to work on a children's book yeah it's gonna happen we can make it happen well then let's make it happen right? yeah <laughs> so um as we get close to I, I'm checking the time I, I want to make sure that I can get your your consejos your advice to the next gen the folks listening who are undergrads, who are aspiring doctoras, who, you know, it's it's been rough. Um, they may be struggling. They may be feeling a sense of isolation. Yes, we have a lot going on on social media, but on the other hand, um, you know, a lot of us are still seeking community and, like you yeah. said, collect forms of collective care. So. What kind of advice would you give to someone who is interested in pursuing grad school, who is interested in building community and just isn't quite there yet? Yeah, I guess the first thing I would say is uh, go ahead and message me and I'll, I'll mail you a, a free 
future doctora sticker because I think sometimes those the those affirmations those reminders are super important to just do the work and continue to do the work um but the second thing I'll I'll say is you know definitely reach out to anybody that you feel like you have some similarities around like I mean like we have been mentioning there's so many um, mujeres doing such great work and I, I feel like all of them um but are doing the work that's very similar like making sure that we're all rising um when I when I talk about like 52 weeks rising it, it is it has been a struggle to a week by week by week sometimes day to day moment to moment to rise um but there's others that have done it you know and are ready to also continue to to support and I think there might be a hesitation to reach out but in the world of you know social media and proper DMing folks um I I, I know that individuals will We'll be more than happy to just set up, um, you know, 20 minutes of some time to have a chat. And I think, you know, if, if that still feels like a lot because of different personalities and ways of uh, uh, connecting, you know, then I'll plug Dinner Con Doctoras, you know, February 17th and 18th, uh, sign up or, or email me directly, message me directly in terms of getting more information. Um, but I do think that accessibility because of, the positive of the pandemic has been that we can see how connected we can be through the use of technology and social media, right? And so you're in, you're in Portugal right now, right? Like, and yes. you're in LA <laughs> and we're having this conversation. And I think that, um, yeah, I think it's important to just give it a try. Um, in my storytelling of like Doctora Hood and the hashtags and everything was just like let me just try it let me just do it let me just like and it's grown right isn't it amazing what you can do when you just say let me just try yeah and so that's the same consejo I would say to 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 anyone that listens is just try Mm -hmm. and sometimes someone might not respond but then try again or try with somebody else um but if you don't then you're just right where you didn't start (laughs) and I think that that's something that I've learned because I think why when I said I made the shirts and they just kind of sat in the closet was like, where do I wear and what will people think, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not usually like, what will people think? But for, but I think because I knew it was something that was, that I truly believed in, it was, it was like, okay, if I do this, it's a launch, you know, and people will see it and people will know it's me. Um, Everyone does it their own way. You know, I, I think that that's okay. Like, it's okay to, if I don't do IG lives, that's fine. Someone else is doing. If I uh, uh, do some post uh, one month a lot and one month I don't, you know, like it's just, it's just, just do it. I think yeah. it's just do it. And I think, I think um, uh, being able to just try is, is huge. And mm-hmm. it's, it's always like those small little habits. I've been reading uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear. And he talks about like, you don't become a runner like you have to what's your like what is the identity that you want to be right you don't become a runner overnight you have to first become a walker and then you mm-hmm. develop and build upon that and so the, I think the concept of just trying is is exactly that you know just try do something small right uh, a journal about what it is that you plan and want to do in the next five years and then start looking at that and figure out how do I get there um, it's just very small baby steps, but they're consistent, consistent baby steps. I mean, you know, for all the mothers out there, right? A child, perfect example in terms of before they walk, they do a couple things before they walk, crawl, then they take 
a couple steps and fall, right? The fall. A lot of falling. Of <laughs> mm -hmm. And then they're running and yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't stop uh, them. Stop them. <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, I can't just, I can't just like leave them some spot and yeah. come back to them. <laughs> Yeah, I would, I would definitely just say like the biggest thing is just, just give it a try and, and, and not just once a couple of times it takes, it, it takes a lot of work. I mean, the work that you do and the work that I do, it, it's not just, it's not easy work, but it is fulfilling work. And I think right. that that's why we come back to it every single time. And so, you know, don't chase uh, the fame or the money, chase whatever's in your heart. And I think that just giving it a try will help. That's really, <laughs> that's really great. I'm going to have to like quote you on that because it's, <laughs> it's so true. I would, when, when it comes to the baby steps, when it comes to how you form habits, when it comes to even the things that shape your identity, it's all just with allowing yourself to try. And it, 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 can, it, it sounds, it's easier said than done. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. So um, yeah. <laughs> I want to thank you for your time. And I want to ask you one more question for folks yeah. who want to connect with you, who um, really appreciated having you on and, and want to kind of stay in touch in some way, shape or form. Where are the places that they can reach you? Um, I mean, Doctora Hood on Instagram is the, the best place. So Doctora Hood and underscore um it's the best place to reach me um and if anyone wants to email doctorahood at gmail.com um, and where can they get um swag um yeah the etsy etsy online etsy okay. shop doctorahood um i will put the more, link yeah on, yeah on the show notes too yeah there's some there's some uh new ideas necklaces potentially Ooh. coming um the pens are pretty recent. Um, and then, you know, if you follow at Doctora Hood underscore at, on Instagram, there's always like giveaways. Um, I work with individuals who want like donations to help like promote higher education for girls. Nice. Um, so yeah, I think I'm, I'm always open to trying as well in terms of how to like connect and work with others. Um, it's definitely a passion that... Um, with what's happening in the world and also just personally right uh being a new mom um it has like shifted and changed but it's also really exciting to you know just be here on this podcast because i think you know femtoring for me when i discovered that word it really is about like the support of you know brown women supporting mm -hmm. and uplifting brown women um and so that's doctorahood uh, but it, it's also about the collaborations that can exist in creating more visibility um, for like, you know, women of color. And I yeah. think that there's this really great um, individual that uh, just continuously supports. And um, I think that it's my reminder that how do I do that too? You know, right. like when you, when you receive the support, it's like, how do you also give the support to others in their spaces and the way that they do the work too? Well, that's exactly what you're doing right now. And I so appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you sharing space, sharing your wisdom, sharing so many gems. It's been um, really wonderful having you on. And I just want to thank you 
so much. Yeah. And I'm going to put this out there. One day I'm going to go visit you. Oh my God. <laughs> we'll visit. You know, I'm in Porto, not, not Lisbon, because all the cool people <laughs> apparently <laughs> go to Lisbon. <laughs> uh, but I'm in like the, the literally the cooler northern area <laughs> of nice. Portugal. Yes, come visit. I would, I, I, everybody who is more than willing to take that, that leap of, coming to portugal coming to europe you have a home you have my mi casa su casa and Aww. yes i'm uh put but it out there we're I'm be we're waiting. Connected and it's so weird that you move like to another country because i'm like oh i thought i would meet her one day <laughs> I, I thought so too i was like oh we're probably gonna meet up at a conference at some yeah. point and maybe we will don't i mean yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if i end up flying my butt over to the west coast <laughs> for a conference um, yeah, and now it's like, oh no, I can't make it to the dinner dinner uh, con doctoras because it's the, like I'm eight hours ahead, so it's yeah. like middle of the morning. Or so maybe we'll do a, a porto version. <laughs> I know a, a breakfast or lunch yeah. with doctoras. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Build the networks over there. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you again. It was it's just been really nice chatting with you. Same. Glad we actually did it. Yes thank you so much for joining me in the grad school femme drawing podcast if you liked what you heard please leave me a review on apple podcasts or email me your review at gradschoolfemtouring at gmail.com you can also show your support by going to gradschoolfemtouring.com and joining my mailing list where you'll receive weekly tips, podcast and blog updates, as well as discounts for my digital downloads, online courses, and much more. One last thing. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Until next time. <laughs>